BYU Sports Nation overcoming the doldrums of fall camp. How about a movie night for BYU football? We run a hitch and go against BYU cornerback Trent Trammell in the latest Cougar Camp All Access. Touchdown, plus BYU women's basketball off to Spain. Head coach Jeff Judkins live in studio to discuss a European road trip. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Call it magic, call it true. BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It is Thursday, August 14th. My name is Spencer Linton. I am teamed up with a man who has survived 250 BYU Sports Nation shows, Jerem Jordan. Well, I've taken more time off than you, so you've survived more than me. I keep telling you, take some time off. The season's about to start. I took yesterday off. I take more time off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> are, you, are you mad to have me back on the set? No. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> I thought you missed me. I, wherever did. And however, I did miss you. Wherever and however I you dialed in. vocalize it? Yes. Hey, I missed you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Great to be back, Jeremy. Great to have all of you with us. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I listened to the show yesterday. Second day in a row. You went up on on a rant and said, listen, wait for Redbox to watch this movie. Well, guess what? The BYU football team, they go and watch it yesterday. Yeah, they did. Did they not listen to you? No, they did not. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I wish they had. They would have saved a lot of money. (laughs) Save some money. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN and start with today's Twitter question while we're talking about movies. Talk about hard news. Let's go with this. What movie would you take the BYU football team to as a team-building activity? Use the hashtag BYUSN. This is a really intriguing question. I'll I'll tell you in a minute what. I would say. We've already gotten all sorts of responses. And oh, by the way, tweet in where you're listening from. We like to uh, see where BYU Sports Nation is reaching to. Yeah. We had someone tweeting from Japan, of all places. Uh, last week it was Mexico. A so. couple different states. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're all over I the love place. The, I love that part about uh, you know, BYU Sports Nation, that it's all over the place. That's why we named the show Sports Nation. Nation. BYU Sports Globe. <laughs> World. World. Yeah. World is our campus. Look the, out. The first tweet in. Oh, hey, look. Trent Hosick nice. sounding off. At Trent Hosick says Braveheart or Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. You can't go wrong with Denzel and Remember the Titans. No. Bra- well, Braveheart is. <laughs> I am William Wallace. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. I'm motivated. Are Bill you ready Wallace to go? did work in that movie. Bill, Bill Wallace. We- <laughs> Bill Shakespeare, you got you, a writer you, here? You and your shortened names. First, yeah. Rob Daniel, you call Bob Daniel. Bobby Daniel, Bob man. Daniel. Bob Daniel. And Bill Wallace. Billy, I Billy, am Bill Wallace. Billy Wallace. Stop, he was stop. great in Braveheart. Stop it. BYU Sports Station simulcast and beautiful radio vision. How it works is we're on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Without further ado, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. 29 practices, for better or for worse. It's tough to break up the monotony of fall camp. Oh, yeah. And that's why Bronco Mendenhall takes his team to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. <laughs> Nicely played. Of course, some of them want to watch Megan Fox, too. I, I get that. You, I understand that was my that. major issue with the movie. I know you don't like her, but she's still pretty. Okay. So look, no one's saying she's not. The for football sure. players yeah. will not will not complain about going to see a movie during fall camp. 
Because it's free and it's a movie and it's not practice. So Bronco tweets about this yesterday, which started this whole conversation. That he he is he wants to go out. He said this quote after seeing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles today with the team. I might add helmet stickers, so like turtle <laughs> power helmet or stickers or something, and run out to shell shocked song "Good Times" with the team. Okay, this is a new Bronco on Twitter that we are seeing tweeting about. Is it actually Bronco? Yeah, I think it's him. I, that's got to be him. That that one's got to be him. Yeah. And if he didn't type it, he was the one that said, "Hey, type this for me." And that's that's all I don't Bronco really care who on. types it. Yeah, it's Bronco's voice. Okay, so the the point is he wanted to break up the monotony of fall camp, and right now we're nearing the halfway point. You know what Utah did yesterday? What kicked uh, penalty kicks instead? I think BYU won the day. They went some. Yeah, they won the day. They saw a movie. And then who cares what Utah State did? Hey, so but Bronco, in all seriousness, has been very vocal about the length of camp. Listen to this. Seems like camp has gone on forever already. How about making it a week less? And that was Tuesday. Yeah. When he said that. You laugh, but seriously. Bronco was asked if he should shorten fall camp by a week and if he would do it. Maybe I'll have him report a week later next year. See how that goes. I'm not sure if anyone will do that or not. Um, Tempted to. I mean, because I know of a lot of coaches right now that don't use their double days when they have them. I know a lot of coaches that skip a a practice or two for some kind of team activity. They're not doing those things because they feel like they have um, not enough time. Is it too long? I mean, this is a concern for Bronco Mendenhall. He's suffered the injury bug in serious ways over the past few years, and so he's tried to lighten the load. Liz Frank. The enemy of BYU fall camp. Luckily, oh. it hasn't struck recently. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's Liz Frank? Yeah, what the Some heck? Some random injury, yeah. But this is a concern that he's dealt with, trying to keep players healthy. And shortening fall camp... That's one That's one part is, of it. ...is one way to eliminate, you would think, some of it, right? Yeah. Injuries aren't the major issue for me. It's just straight burnout. You just get bored, start fighting each other. The, the boredom factor is big to me. Like, what can BYU do in the next week that they didn't do in the previous two? Players want to stay I healthy. I want to know the answer to that. Yeah, players want to stay healthy. They want to they stay engaged. I've talked to a couple of players, one last night, that told me, hey, I'm totally okay with going to movies and, and of course they ca- are. catching a break. Who would be like, no, I think we should be practicing they, they and grinding. They want to be really. ready for game number one. We they want to lift be fresh. More. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a long time, 29 practices until the first game. Now, you can do two in a day, uh, so it's not, uh, you know, 29 days, it's 29 practices, uh, seven of which will be used for BYU in preparation for Connecticut. So there are pros and cons to fall camp being as long as it is. I would love, like has been mentioned, uh, for fall camp to be one week less. Uh, It's August 14th. You remember how excited we were on August 1st? Oh, 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 oh. Fall camp! Fall camp! We love it! Yeah, it was great. I'm t- I'm burnt out now. I want to go to a movie, and I'm not going to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm going to the <laughs> Guardians did. of the Galaxy you again. You already went to that. They followed yeah. in your footsteps as a team and went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They should have gone to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yukon, which has been fan- fantastic. You mentioned the the Yukon preparation starts in one week. So what do you accomplish? During this final week, that's the question. UConn, what what can you do? What are the pros and cons of the final week? BYU could play a game right now against Connecticut. They're ready. Let's go. They could play right now. So in the next week, there are some pros and cons. Shall we list 
some of those. Yeah, let's start with this. The pros. Experience. Okay, the more you're some on the field. Some guys need it. Devon Blackman needs to know the playbook. Yeah. Needs to run the plays. Trey Dye. We've heard a lot about how he is not, he's being told where he needs to go, but once he gets the ball, he's hard to catch. Those Broncos there are the still day. some positions that haven't been decided for BYU, notably the inside linebackers and the kicking position. So, like, those guys yeah. need it. But not everyone is like BYU. Utah State only returns eight starters. They're like, who's going to start? They're trying to figure that out. BYU, for the most part, knows who they have. They have the same offense, the same quarterback, the same running back, the same offensive line. Some new receivers, uh, a lot of new guys in the secondary. It's for those guys. At this point, BYU could play a game. What about team bonding? Isn't it good to be together more? Yes. Have more time together? Yeah. But, like, but how is that time spent? Like, are you crushing each other and sick of each other? Or are you going to Ninja Turtles? Are you in the film room? Are you BYU certainly will use that time to get better. No doubt. There's just like, at what point is the cup mostly full? You keep pouring water into a cup that's full. It's like, well... Now let's play a game. Maybe that would be now. But BYU has some time before Connecticut to get better, to figure it out. They're going to spend now between, between now and next Thursday to get to know themselves, evaluate. Even though Bronco Mendenhall said Saturday after the scrimmage, I think the evaluation process is over. To, pre- to, prepare, to prepare for Connecticut, if that makes sense. Your head football coach is already saying as of Tuesday, it, it felt like one of those doldrum days today. Yikes. You know, it already feels like we've been in fall camp forever. Hey, so forever. He, if, if the NCAA said, hey, we're going to limit it to 24 practices, Bronco Great. Mendenhall would Great. jump up and down somewhere and shout hooray. Why is it 29, by the way? That's such a random number. <laughs> Why not 30? Why not 25? Like <laughs> 28. Yeah, let's go with 29. That, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Was that Charlie from It's Always Sunny? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 29 sounds pretty good. Yeah, we somehow made it into uh, Pacific Rim and Monsters University. <laughs> oh, it is a movie day on BYU uh, Sports yeah. Nation. Okay, the cons of having this, if it's a week too long, are, again, we already addressed the injuries. There's an opportunity now yes, for more guys yes. to get hurt because you're playing a week longer and, phys- and football is a physical game. Like, injuries are going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Injuries will happen, no matter how careful you are. And, th- and then if BYU, uh, you know, poor... Uh, Tackles poorly the first couple games. Oh, they didn't tackle much in fall camp. It's like, okay, whatever. Stop. Just, yeah. play, just play well in the games. I mean, Nick Kurtz already out. Stress fracture in his left foot. Zach Stout dealing with injuries. Craig Bills. Bronson Kafusi's Hip flexor. Yeah. Ross Oppo. Shoulder, shoulder injury. Hey, there, there are guys you just want to keep everybody healthy. The mental fatigue is probably underrated. You get burned out, man. Like, oh, just let me play against somebody else. I, I'm burned out just going to practice watching. Like, I enjoy it, but I'm ready for the next thing already. I can't imagine being the players. Now, there are certain guys, they want more practice because they're going to prove themselves. BYU will have three scrimmages during those 29 to figure themselves out officially in those game-type settings. The first happens Saturday. The second will happen Friday night, open to the public. Uh, the third will happen, we think, sometime next week before they prepare for Connecticut. That third one will be, all right, twos and threes and fours. Let's figure it out who's actually going to be in the 22, the 12 through 22. Uh, so there's, there's time to learn stuff, but the con part uh, is heavier than the pro part to me at this point in fall camp. I wish we could just cut this week out the next week. If you can't lessen the number of days... Why not make some changes to it? Why not implement the NFL policy, number one, of having like the new guys, the freshmen, the rookies, report a week early so that yes. they have a week 
and then the veterans come in and they have the last 22 practices That'd be or great. whatever. That would be awesome. Okay? Or NFL teams will practice with other NFL teams. Get, a, get an FCS opponent up here, Southern Utah or Weber State. Hey, let's have a practice with Southern Utah and Weber State so that we can compete against some guys. Yeah, that'd be fun. Why not? If BYU and Utah aren't going to play, let's have a practice. Can you imagine that? Oh, my goodness. No, <laughs> hey, no, Arby no. Longy, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be great. He'd like not. the challenge. Just, no, that would be awesome. Can you imagine a public practice between BYU yeah. and Utah? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what a media nightmare. No, it would be fantastic. It would be awesome for us, but, like, can you imagine, like, you if, might need the, dudes the PR in, staff trying to put that together? You might need the dudes Ooh. in Ferguson to show up. The evaluation process is over, which means Bronco and his staff have a very good idea about who takes the field on August 29th. Countdown to Connecticut. 15 days. It's getting really close. We didn't even practice that today. Because uh, we've had enough fall camp. We're yeah. ready to play. We're in the doldrums of the countdown. I know. What movie, <laughs> what movie are we going to see? We're in the doldrums of the countdown at like 221. Uh, yeah. Goodness. <laughs> We're now close to two weeks. The countdown. Oh, yes. my gosh. Oh, oh by the way, this is uh, from at Eldon underscore Barton. Jerem has got to stop saying, quote, it's just UConn. I cringe every time. Has he completely forgotten Virginia? Eldon Barton. Connecticut does not produce NFL draft picks and have five-star recruits like Virginia. They're just terrible at putting it together. Didn't they have I a run- ain't scared. Didn't they have a running back get drafted a couple years ago? Sorry, what's that last part? A couple years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, don't Virginia? Pro- they don't produce consistent. <laughs> Virginia has a couple draft picks every year. Okay. They had a second rounder, Morgan Moses. Still, the, the track record on the East Coast to open the season, not great in the recent past. Like, BYU's playing Connecticut. Everyone just calm down. Right. You don't have to believe right. me. Right. You don't. Don't believe me then. Okay. Very good. By, by the way, it's time for the stat of the day. Yes, How about it that is. transition? It's Terrible. the BYU smooth, Sports Jeremy. Nation stat of the day. Like my jumper. Six. Six days until BYU prepares for Connecticut. That's it. It's just UConn, man. <laughs> it's just UConn. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Point Linton. <laughs> Listen, after we, we, BYU beats Connecticut by 17 plus, Come back. Remember, yeah, come yeah. back. Okay. Yeah. Let's chat later. Our Twitter question today. If you could take the BYU football team to any movie for a team building activity, which movie would it be? Frozen! At Rich underscore Dandy. What about Bob? <laughs> Bill Murray special. <laughs> Baby steps to the national championship. Nice. That, at, I did not see that one coming. At Harper Inc. Ooh. Warrior. Nothing gets my blood pumping more and it ends happy. Yeah, that was a good movie. Warrior. With Bane. Yeah. Yes. I am the warrior. Yeah. Also trending in BYU Sports Nation, some news from Wani Uma. We'll get to that a little bit later on. NFL teams looking at the guy who led BYU in tackles last year. But first, Jeff Judkins returns to the BYU Sports yeah. Nation to a Spain road trip. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. As a reminder, follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation and download the podcast. So much talk about Connecticut, right? Countdown to Connecticut. Countdown to kickoff. 7 Eastern, August 29th. You'll be in East Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, You can show up uh, and go to the show. You can reserve a spot online. We'll announce that uh, coming up in the next couple days and week. Uh, But August 29th, 7 Eastern, countdown to kickoff on BYU TV. Yeah, I just plugged that trip into my little app that I have on my phone. It's 13 days, and I was like, 
Whoa. Yeah. I, That's wow. awesome. Let's okay. go, baby. I'm flying, flying to Connecticut in 13 days because there's an actual football game. Our Twitter question today is about BYU football indirectly. What movie would you take the BYU football team to as a team-building activity? At Bridger Hill says, obviously, Die Hard, Die Hard 2, or Young Guns. <laughs> nice. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Explain, Bridger Quinton Hill. We, we want to know why. Ah, uh, yes, Die Hard, D-Y-A. Die, die Hard, Trade Trade Die. Yep, I see okay, what you I did there. I, I see what now. you did there. No explanation yeah. needed then. My bad. My bad. Uh, speaking of which, we have... A diehard coach with us here, Jeff mm. Judkins. That was another smooth transition we've had <laughs> yeah, on the show. Like that. The BYU women's basketball coach joining us. This is the first time you've been on set, coach. I know. It's this is it's, on television. This no. is nice. I didn't realize all this. I guess you know I'm, out of, I'm just out of the loop. I guess worrying about everything else. Do you that, have a move, a go-to movie to pump your team up? Uh, basketball. There's a couple. Hoosiers. Hoosiers is classic. Oh, you know, I think that's um, my favorite. I really like re, uh, Remember the Titans. I think it's a it's a great movie, and um, one of my favorite is Natural. Yes, you know? of um, course. So I mean, there's there's a lot of movies. Uh, I I'll be up front with you. I, I have had my team watch Users before. You know, a little bit, not the whole movie, but parts of it that I wanted them to realize that if you execute and do what you're supposed to, you can win. Who's your Jimmy Chitwood? Boy, on your team, who's Jimmy Chitwood? I would say right now um, it's Lexi. I think she has to come in and play well Coach, for us. Coach, I want to take the shot. Yeah. Did you say that in yeah, the huddle? Yeah, I think she would do that, yeah. I think her right now or um, Bailey, Morgan, those two would be the – I would say would say, Coach, let me take the shot. Awesome. Lexi's very confident. I mean, she's never had that problem in her life. I like the confidence. And you're going to Spain now. Uh, and we just learned that you're going to face a men's basketball team in Spain. How did how did this come about? That's awesome. Well, yeah, we're kind of excited. We, we're playing four games. One of the games we're playing a, a semi, I guess, club team that's supposed to be a pretty good team. Then we're playing their junior Olympic team, two games. And then uh, they came to me and said, hey, you have a chance of, if you want, you can play a, a boys kind of semi club team that's not the top or you can play a team that you'll beat by 50. And I said, well, hey, I, I'm here to get my team better, so let's play a boys team. So really we're, cool. that's the last game we're going to play in Barcelona. That's who we're going to play. Nice. How did you pick Spain as the country for your once-every-four-years international trip? Well, you know, I've been to France, and I've been to um, Italy, and I've been to Finland, and I've been to South America. Our first choice was to go probably to Brazil. But nice. with, with the World Cup and all the stuff, we didn't know exactly how that would work. And then uh, I ran into, at our coaches' meeting, I ran into the Portland men's coach. And we were talking about... Eric Revenue. Yeah, we were talking about tours. And he said, we just got back from Spain and we had a great time. And so mm. um, we kind of looked at that. I, the men went to Greece. And Brian Santiago's been there, and he suggested that we do something different. He didn't like that as well as they thought. And so I th- we thought this was, you know, this was the best competition, um, a great place for us to go. I, I, think they're, I think the men are looking at maybe going there, kind of seeing what happens hmm. with us. So well, don't we're excited. Up, then. Yeah, we don't want to mess yeah, that up. That's for sure. <laughs> How's your Spanish? Uh, not very good. 
but I know that Norma Collette can speak, and I'm going to be with her most of the time. <laughs> you have a translator. Yeah. i got a translator. Norma Collette is going to be with me. <laughs> Will you try and run with the bulls or anything like that? You're going you're gonna to go get crazy? You're going to get weird? I don't know if we're going to get that crazy. Yeah, I, got a, I got activities? a lot of responsibility. I got, <laughs> I got 18 young ladies that i got to be in charge of, but we're going to have a great time. We've kind of got it scoped out, and we got our itinerary, but we're, we're going to bounce around a little bit. Nice. Coaching 18 young women with them in Spain, I, I believe it's 10 days, right? Yes. What do you want to accomplish in that 10-day period with your team? What are the goals of this trip? Well, one is to kind of see who who, who fits with our team basketball-wise and what combinations are the best and hopefully give some players some confidence and let them have their opportunity to really shine. The second part is to really – you know, look at Spain and let, and let these young ladies realize the many blessings and how good we have it in the States and be able to see Spain and be able to see their culture and, and be able to do those things. And last but not least, and it's chemistry. You know, in women's sports, probably more than men, the, the chemistry is really important. Last year, that was one of the biggest things we had. You know, we had a great team, but those those guys knew how to play together and they trusted each other. And I have I have some new players that need to kind of get thrown in the fire, and they need to figure out what's going on. And so this is a great opportunity for that. Last year, just a tremendous season. You get to the Sweet 16. However, I don't know if anyone's told you this, but Jennifer Hampson won't be able to play this year on the basketball team. I know. Uh, what, what's that going to be like, Post gonna, the post-Hampson era? It's, uh, it's hard. I mean, she did so many things for us, and our team counted on so many things from her and, we have a lot. Of, we have a different look this year. We're a little, we're a little more aggressive. We're pressing a little bit more. We're going to do more ball screens, try to get to the basket because we don't have that size defensively. We're going to switch more than what we've done. So it's kind of going to be a, a, a new thing, and I think this trip's going to help us with that. Yeah. BYU women's basketball head coach Jeff Judkins, NBA player, Boston Celtic, with us on set for the first time during the simulcast on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, Coach, what does what does a trip to the Sweet Sixteen do for your program immediately? Did did you notice any changes or any any benefits that, that happened from going to the Sweet Sixteen yeah, right away? Yeah, we've we we've been recruiting some people this summer that, to tell you the truth, would have been hard to get or at least get in t- to the door. And um, by us reaching the Sweet Sixteen, they knew about us, they heard about us, their parents heard about us, and so it opened those doors. Um, both of them are non-members, so they don't know a lot about BYU and about um, the campus and everything. But now, you know, the nice thing is is that a Big 12 school like the Pac-12 school can't say, well, hey, BYU never got, you know, they can't get there. Well, hey, we got there. So they can't use that anymore. Um, like, say, Utah and recruiting or something? Yeah, like they yeah. go and say, hey, we're in a big conference and we're going to get to Sweet 16. Well, hey. Let's face it, we would have had one more player, we could have beat UConn. If I had one more big, we had a chance of beating the team, and we did the better than anybody else did the whole year against them. So um, I think it helped our conference. I think it gave our conference a lot of respect, um, which which I think our conference deserves. Um, And then I think think just think publicly. I mean, when I went out recruiting this year, just running into people, they saw our shirt, BYU, hey, you had a great season. And so you need to take advantage of that. You know, when those times come, you got to take advantage of it. You had a lead on UConn in the second half. I know. How many teams in America had a lead on UConn in the second half? Weren't you the only one? I one. Think, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. BYU. I know. You know, we went in at halftime, and 
you know, what do you say? You played great. What do you say to your team? And, and you know, I, what I try to do is, is not let him get all excited, like just be happy that that's happened. That let's, we're not satisfied. We're going through this smorgasbord one more time, you know. Um, but it was fun, you know. I think we really came together as a team, and, the, and a lot of things that we believed in paid off. And hopefully, we can we can just grow from this and just just get better and better. We've been talking a lot about BYU football fall camp, how they have you know three plus weeks of uh, fall camp, then prep for their first game, and how at some point it's just enough. You know, they could play the game at some point mm-hmm. in the three weeks. They don't. We don't feel like they need the three weeks. For your women's basketball team, when do you know prior to the, se- the season that they are ready to play that first game? How long does that take? Uh, a lot of it depends on your, you know, how many veterans you have and, and this and that. Um, I would say right now with this team that I have now, because I have so many coming back and we're going to Spain, we've had 10 days to practice. Um, I'm going to be really, really careful not overdoing it early um, because of that. I don't want to burn them out too fast and, and that. But usually you can kind of tell. I kind of knew last year our team was going to be special kind of a couple of weeks in practice and mm. thought, hey, we got a chance. And then we went through our ups and downs and then uh, to be able to come back like that. So I think a coach kind of has an idea, but a lot of it's the bounce, you know, what injuries, you know. I mean, if I lose some key players last year, it would have really hurt. And I'm sure football is even worse. I mean, you don't know who's going to get hurt. I mean, there's key players for them that definitely cannot get hurt. Oh, but, yeah. but there's other people we don't know much about that, that they get hurt. That I think that's the biggest issue in football is, is depth. Is is you know, and because so many people do get hurt, so I'm sure Bronco needs his time. And uh, a coach never feels he has enough time. But also, you get tired of playing against each other. It gets a, a point in, in practice that you're ready to take on different challenges. How do you overcome that stuff to 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 get them over the mental breakdown that sometimes they face when it's day after day after day of facing each other? Well, every coach does it differently, but for me, what I do is I sometimes we'll come in and we just won't practice. We'll go do something fun as a team, you know? Like what? Bowling, uh, go on a hike, go play volleyball in a park. Jennifer uh, Hampson probably liked that one. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too fun. <laughs> Send me! Yeah, it wasn't too fun with her on the other team. <laughs> but, you know, just kind of break it up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, sometimes just come in and maybe watch a little film. Um, watch Hoosiers or watch something like that as a team. Um, So, I mean, every coach, you know, I heard Bronco does some things with his team, and I heard Dave Rolls does some things with his. So you kind of have to do that. A good coach sees that and and really, you know, takes advantage of that. What does Dave Rose do with the men's basketball team? I've heard he's taken them to movies. They've gone to a movie. They go over to his house and and just kind of hang out and talk. And I've heard he's – He's taken them on a hike or, you know, they've gone on a bike ride or, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Practice you know. lip syncs, stuff like that. Yeah. Was yeah. That we've, we, yeah. We've done a little bit of that. Yeah. 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 That, <laughs> Wait, stuff what? like that. It's yeah. a part of BYU now, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Jeff yeah. Judkins, BYU women's basketball coach with us on BYU Sports Nation. We're talking about the players and how to keep them mentally fresh. Like, is there a coach's burnout factor? Like, when you're on this Spain trip or at some point, are you like, oh, I just, you know, I just need to go for a walk? What, yeah. what's, what's, what's your. Uh, way to avoid the burnout. Um, for me, it's it's to it's to have assistant coaches that are energetic, that work hard, that um, want to get better, and um, 
as a, as a unit that we're we're together and that and and we wanted we want to get better than what, you know than what we did last year. And I have a great coaching staff. Uh, they're young. Uh, we're all different in our own little way, but we're all the same. And so that helps. Um, you know, and it's nice just to get away. Um, you know, I had an opportunity to to go on some trips and be with my family and do that. This this trip will be nice. It won't be as as difficult as a road trip like going to the NCA. You know, we don't have to win every game. This will be a, a really good opportunity. Do you have a Twitter account, Coach? I don't, but I'm going to get one. I keep hearing about it. Yeah. You know, I'm getting a lot of feedback from our recruits that I need to get one. So I think I'm going to – We will I'm, promulgate that <laughs> account for you. We will help. You will help me, huh? We'll get you followers, man. Okay, let's do it. Let's Better do yet, it. why don't we launch your Twitter account from Spain? We take the show to Madrid. We'll do the show live from, from Spain. Can this, we come with this you? This sounds good to me. That would be really nice. I would love to have you guys come. It would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Since you uh, haven't been in studio on TV with us, do you mind signing our Rise Up flag? Sure, I'd be glad to do that. We haven't – that pause made me nervous for a second. We haven't uh, had anyone say no, so that would have been weird. Uh, actually, uh, <laughs> I don't feel my, comfortable. Talk to my agent. Uh, yeah, talk to my agent, you please. <laughs> we need to come up with a Twitter handle for Jeff Judkins. Yeah, we need to come up with something. Yeah, you think of something? Because when I get back, or whatever, maybe I'm at there, you can let me know what'll work out. We'll, th- we'll think about this. You know, surprisingly, you know, as a coach, you have to change in time and a lot of recruits. How about of- at best shooter in Provo? That's too, long. too long. Too long. So you guys it. think of it. You guys we'll think, think of it. it. We'll think Maybe of it. some Sport Nation fan will can think of a good one for you. That'd I be love great. it. Yeah. Use tweet. the hashtag BYUSN. Tweet in your Jeff Judkins Twitter handle ideas. Yes. Let's do we it. We will come up with the best one, Coach, and we will deliver. <laughs> okay. well, that would be awesome. That'd hey, be enjoy, great. enjoy Spain. Have a great time over there. Hey, Look thanks. forward to talking to you when you get back. I hey, appreciate it. Thank you. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, Cougar Camp All Access continues on the football field. We take on the secondary. Trenton Trammell, one of the guys coming off an injury, expected to make an impact for the defense. That's up next. It's BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Johnny! This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. The potato gun is getting warmed up. 15 days away before it's unveiled against Connecticut. Oh yeah. Go Idaho. And thank you, Taysom Hill. <laughs> Welcome Idaho. back to BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We are broadcasting in crystal clear radio vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Please download the podcast on iTunes because it's really convenient for all of you. We're hey, doing it for you, people. It's for the we're, we're a show of the people. Friday, September 5th, we're going to do a two-hour edition of the show from the BYU store on the campus of Brigham Young University. Hang out, come hang out with us. Uh, Ten to twelve Mountain Time, twelve to two Eastern Time, same time, two hour edition. The day before BYU plays Texas, and the day the women's volleyball team live on BYU TV plug plays Washington, a top ten matchup that night. It's there, be a big day, huge weekend. There are several reasons that we love Twitter, and for me, it's the the immediate response. Like you can hear from people right now. Love and hate that part, right? Well, yeah, but, but I think even, even if I'm being teased, I don't care. I love it. This is from at Bridger Hill. The best moments on BYUSN are when Spencer Linton reads a tweet and understands the joke a minute later. Die yeah. hard. Yes. D-Y-E hard. <laughs> die hard. Okay, I get it. Okay. Okay. Charlie's back. Yeah. 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 And then uh, from at Dan underscore Nielsen, who is an assistant coach on the BYU women's basketball team. Don't worry, guys. Judd's Twitter is coming. 
And we mm. want you, BYU Sports Nation, to help us come up with the perfect Twitter handle for Jeff Judkins. Yes. He has asked yes. you yes. to help him in that mission. At Juddy, BYU or something? Huh? Use Juddy. Have we had uh, Have we had any so far? Let's see. Yes. At Juddy Gumball. Gumball. Gumball, yeah. At, oh, at, he, oh, he's always chewing gum. At Juddy Gumball. Yeah, that's true. That's very good. That one only took three seconds. At Juddy Judd. Okay. Juddy Judd? <laughs> Okay. I don't, I don't at, know. I, at I coach BYU women. <laughs> yeah, come at, on. At BYU women's b ball. Yeah, I want it more personalized. You know. Yeah, come up with your best. Like Bronco Men all changes from at BYU underscore football or whatever at BYU football. No, we have to get we have to something. get this to him upon his return from Spain. Why don't we get it to him ASAP and he can tweet some pics from Europe, yo. Yeah, why not? Let's speed up the process. Yes, let's, let's, let's get the Twitter hey, thing going. Let's run a fast offense. We want to hear from. Let's, we want to hear from Jeff Judkins. Get the ball. I, Jeff, was su- I was surprised he didn't know Jennifer Hampson wasn't going to play next year. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, this is nice from at pw. Uh, let's see, pwner ten nineteen at Jeff Demand Judkins. Demand. Jeff Demand. That's, okay. That's, okay. There's there right. is a candidate right there. Yeah. Nicely. You don't done. like at Juddy BYU? Just nice and simple. Yeah. We're looking for like super clever, like yes, that's it. Okay, that's my Shut- uh, that, that's my that's my Robert and I face for you. Shut down. That is Thing a complete one. miscalculation. <laughs> what? What did he say again? <laughs> that's a. You asked a question. And he said Robert and I said that's a complete miscalculation of what happened. And then he went on to justify everything <laughs> I just said. <laughs> Whatever. That's awesome. Resetting today's trending topics. We're talking about the length of fall camp. Is twenty nine practices too many? When Bronco says we're in the doldrums of fall camp, like if you encounter that, is it too many? Do you do 24? You know, take away four or five practices? How do you break up the monotony you watch a movie. of fall camp? He took him to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yesterday. Wrong movie choice, but solid choice of an activity. Yeah. No, it was fun and entertaining. It's not like a good movie, but it's fun. It's like Transformers to me. Are they bad movies? Uh, yeah. I still love them, though, because of that, the childhood element of watching the cartoons. That and you love Optimus Prime. You think he's the greatest I do ever. love Optimus Prime. I want, to name, I want to name one of my kids' middle names Optimus. Dead serious. <laughs> That's going to happen. I'm sorry, Whitney. I just need my wife to get on board with that notion. <laughs> yeah. Cougar Camp All Access continues now as we take on a guy who's coming off a season-ending injury, an ACL, Trenton Trammell. He, we were super high on him, and then the unfortunate break last year. He has to sit out the entire season. Well, now he's back and better than ever. Let's go Cougar Camp All Access. We are getting you ready for the BYU football season with insider access to fall camp. This is Cougar Camp All Access on BYU Sports Nation. Cougar Camp All Access with Trenton Trammell, cornerback for BYU. Trent, uh, you're coming off an injury, sat out a year. What did that experience do for you, preparing you for 2014? Um... I guess I just became more of a better person, you can say. I became a student of the game more. I worked on my strengths and weaknesses, and I kind of played with reckless abandon now, knowing that you never know when your time is up on the field, so every rep is precious. How tough was it to watch last year knowing you could have played, but now you have the uh, excitement of this season? Uh, it was tough, um, no, especially when we needed help. But, I mean, I'm glad for the opportunity to play this year, and I'm very excited. Can't wait. What kind of an impact do you expect to make on the field this year for BYU? A big one, a real big impact. Make a lot of, a lot of plays, a lot of interceptions, and 
be one of the best BYU you ever had, probably the best. That's my goal. What's the vision been like of you playing maybe in that first game, you know, against Connecticut and Texas of the kind of plays that you'll make and the impact you'll make? Can you envision that? Yeah. What's yeah. that vision like? I have vision. First play, they throw a hitch, I pick it. I run it back, <laughs> throw the ball in the air. Uh, so you get a penalty on the play? Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> totally worth it. Yeah, totally, totally worth, worth it. it, man. Totally worth it, man. I can't wait. I've been thinking about it all day, every day. I can't wait. You're going against a very talented, deep group of wide receivers. A lot of notoriety given to uh, the bomb squad is what they're calling themselves. What would you say about the defensive back core and, and how you defend against those really talented receivers? Um, I think it's just it's just confidence. I mean, practice, you're going to get beat when you get tired when we practice at the temple. But I think when you get in a game, it's just all confidence and belief in yourself. And you just go out there and you do what you do. You just make plays. That's what, I, what it comes down to. Do the DBs have their own nickname, like the Bomb Squad? No, nah, I don't think we, we don't need no square nickname like that. <laughs> we just got to do our thing and have fun and play. What's it like playing for uh, Nick Howell as now the defensive coordinator, the guy that's calling all the plays? What, what, uh, what's his coaching style like? Um, it's, it's, it's different. It's unique. It's tough. He gets, he gets in us a lot, especially me. Um, but, I mean, it's a good experience. He's helping us. He's helping me a lot, learning the defense. And I think it's been pretty good so far. How have you tried to help uh, you know, other guys since you've been a year in the program, like Harvey Jackson, who are trying to get into this defense and play safety? Um, main thing I just tell them to do is just play hard, you know, just try your best, be patient. You know, it's not going to come overnight and just keep working, and then you'll get there. In due, time, in due time, you'll get there. The main thing is just patience and just learning the plays. You've mentioned a few times the word confidence, and we've learned from Brian Logan, who's one of our buddies, that being a good defensive back is all about having confidence. Yeah. Who is the most confident defensive back on this team? Um, besides me, of course. <laughs> Besides me, of course, I'd probably just say Robbie. Robbie's really, really confident. He thinks he's the best-looking guy, the best everything, <laughs> best thing since sliced bread. But, I mean, that's what you need, though. So, I mean, yeah, I'd probably say Robbie. There's a lot of excitement about these uh, different cornerbacks. Tell us about some of your fellow teammates and what they bring to the table at corner. Okay. Robbie, excellent press man, really built, built like a mountain. JJ, the smoothest off-man coverage. Mike Davis is straight burner, can't run, can't really outrun him. Me, I would do a mixture of both. I could press, I play off, I can play inside. I would say Jordan Prater is, is just really smooth and underrated, very smooth. And then I would say Craig is just like the general, the enforcer. We salute him every time he's going to bring that physical presence. Um, Dallin is very smart. Very, he's like a coach on the field. It's kind of like a young Nikau out there. He knows what's going to happen before it's going to happen. How about kind of cool? Kai is just probably the most athletic. He plays everything, linebacker, corner, safety, kicker. He can do everything. Uh, who else am I missing? Did I get everyone? That's pretty much everyone. Yeah, and Michael Sheldon is probably B-Low in the flesh. That's probably – every time I see him, I think of B-Low because I watch all B-Low film. And Michael Sheldon is very explosive, very explosive. As you progress towards the, the season opener, we're now about two weeks away from the game. What's what's the uh, feeling like? Have you have you imagined the feeling of running out on the football field for a Division One game for a first time? Uh, I don't really get into. it. I just think it's football. I've been playing this game since nine. It's football. You know, only thing different is my mom get to watch me on TV. That's probably it. But I'm just still out there and just play. You know, just keep it simple. You know. Do you pencil on the calendar any specific receivers on any teams that you look forward to guarding? Um, no. What I have is I have like the schedule and by each game I have how many picks I want so I have like a pick by each game 
and by Cal, I have two picks because that's the homecoming game. So I think it comes out to 13. How many uh, people do you expect to ask you for tickets to that game? Uh, probably about 50. The least is 50. Are you already bugging your teammates for them? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, because the whole family one's going to come, so I'm trying to get tickets now. Did you get used to how many how many plays you had to defend last year? I know you weren't on the team the year before, but it was 238 more plays because of the quick offense. Yeah, I think that's what makes it that's what makes it tough on us because you know if they go three and out, then we right back out there. So the biggest thing is just getting in shape. So in this third, fourth quarter, we can have our win and have our technique and be able to play and break on balls. Because when you get tired as a corner, your technique becomes bad, and then you just out there just getting beat. So I think the biggest thing is going to have to stay in shape. Last thing I want to ask is how is your overall health with your knee and, and your overall conditioning? Uh, my, knee is, my knee is fine, no brace. I'm good, A1, ready to go. Um, as far as my conditioning, I'm getting better and better every day. So I'm good, just improving. Have you overcome the hurdle of, okay, I've got to you know, trust my knee after the ACL tear and everything? I just say skip it. I mean, if I tear it again, I tear it again. It don't really matter to me. I just go out there and play and don't think about it. No stress, no nothing. Just go for it at this point. Okay, thanks, Trent. Cougar camp all access with BYU defensive back Trenton Trammell coming off an ACL injury. He's a guy who says he wants to be the best to ever play at BYU. We don't need no square nickname. Like the bomb like the receivers. squad. <laughs> At behind three, get. Uh, I guess coaches should stop using no fly zone then. Yeah, They'll occasionally that's tweet that. That's yeah. right. Okay, so then they're not the no. Maybe fly zone. that's not square. Hashtag no square nicknames. Yeah. Keep sending your tweets in using the hashtag BYUSN. Our Twitter question today is: What movie would you take the BYU football team to as a team building activity? We've also challenged you to find a new Twitter handle for. Head coach Jeff Judkins of the BYU women's basketball team got some great responses Head coming G in. Swag Daddy Judd. <laughs> J-Dog Judd Papa Judd At Bazooka JJ Molin one Bazooka JJ Yeah, that's wow. Bubblegum I like it Yeah Oh yeah, the bubblegum We are slowing the trigger We're with coming today. back BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store Your home for authentic BYU products Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision From Studio B, what is up? August 25th, BYU Women's Soccer makes its regular season debut on BYU Television. 7.30 Eastern Time versus Washington State. They had the blue and white scrimmage last night. Yeah, Elena Medeiros scored the only goal on a cross from a freshman, Nadia Gomes. They alumni all match. switch teams. Doesn't, yeah, alumni yeah. match will be interesting. Alumni match Saturday, Saturday, an exhibition or two, and then Bang Biscuit. Let's get the real Football. thing going. While I was preparing for the women's soccer game, broadcast the mock broadcast we did last night to uh, shake out the cobwebs, I heard from Wani Unga. Uh, I know that some of you are wondering about uh, his uh, NFL prospect and you know coming off the ACL injury. Two teams are going to give Wani a shot when he says he's ready to go. Excellent. Really cool. That's good. So excited about that. And, uh, we'll so keep he's not ready to go now is what you're saying? He said he needed a little bit more time, okay. and they said as soon as you're ready, we're going to give you a shot. So cool stuff right there for Wani Unga. Nice. Uh, continue to send in your tweets using the hashtag BYUSN. We need a new Twitter handle for Jeff Judkins. He came on the show, joined us live, and said, yeah, I, I want a Twitter account. It's coming. He needs a Twitter handle. At JMMatson32 says, at BigJuds underscore BYU. All right. Okay. Yeah, now we're getting some good stuff coming in. Okay. Not as strong as the others, but I Jared appreciate the tweet. At BYU Juddy. At BYU Juddy. At Coach Juddy exists. At Eric BYU Fan. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It's not bad. You know what we should do right now? Play After Further Review. Yes. After Further Review on BYU Sports Nation. Here's how it works. 
Jeremy and I challenge each other to make the correct call. You make the call. Number one, Jeremy. Bronco choosing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as the movie to take his team to. On the surface, I understand the choice. It looks awesome, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then you notice that Megan Fox is the lead in that. That should be a red flag. It should should be a red card. However, I'm going to go yellow card. Well, lost it. Can I borrow yours? You can borrow mine. Yellow. I was so excited it went crazy. Yellow card caution on Bronco Mendenhall. He should have been watching BYU Sports Nation to know that I said it's not worth the money. <laughs> BYU's not in the Big 12 and Pac-12. They can't afford this, right? That's two weeks in a row Bronco's gotten a yellow card So after further us. review, yellow card on Bronco <laughs> Mendenhall for taking the team to Ninja Turtles. All right, dude, bring it. Uh, number, number one, let's see. Yesterday on the program, Glenn Kozlowski said the following about kickers. And just for the record, kickers are not people, and kickers are not football players. Oh, they're man. kickers! Don't tell, don't I tell mean, them you know, that. Look, you're sweating, you're bleeding, you're bloody for 59 minutes, and then this guy goes running out there with a clean uniform. And if he misses, you want to kill him. If he makes it, you ignore him. Spencer, what's the call? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Personal foul, <laughs> giving him the business. 15 <laughs> yards on the Kozlowski. Okay, kickers aren't people. Kickers are people. Come on. He talked about Lee Johnson. Okay, if he hadn't brought up Lee Johnson, I, w- I would say, okay, Glenn can get away with it. But hey, one of his good friends, Lee Johnson, he said, I'm okay with him, and Lee was a kicker. So kickers clearly are people. After further review, personal foul, 15 yards on the Kozlowski. I agree with Glenn, so sorry. You agree? Kickers are not people? Compared to the other people, no. Matt Payne will lay you out, of dude. Cor- of course he would. Yeah, Ethan and Owen Potchman, you're on their public enemy number one list they don't care about me kickers aren't people i have the i have the whistle (laughs) so do i i can't put it in my mouth there there we go what's next (laughs) tiger woods pulls his name from consideration for the Ryder cup team you know what i am as well i would also like to pull my name out of consideration for any head coaching job uh, that is coming up in the offseason. That's silly. Okay, I know it's Tiger. But the whole pull your name out of consideration, that's just like, well, if you were considering me, I'm out now. Whatever. It's in my control. That's when you don't actually get picked. Although that is easier from Tom Watson. So I'm, I'm just going to go I'm just gonna go false start on, on Tiger uh, and a fi- just a five-yard penalty. Let's throw a flag. Throw the flag we have a penalty. flag. Let's throw a flag. Okay. Very good. Spencer. Yes. The BYU welcome to Utah sign in Southern Utah. What's the call? Let's take a closer look at this. And after further review, touchdown. The athletic marketing department hit it out of the yeah, park. Did. Yeah, they did. If you haven't seen it, we'll, we'll tweet this out again. Okay, but in Cedar City, Utah, and I believe it's some other locations around the state. Somewhere they, in northern Utah. If they haven't already gone up, it will go up. It says, welcome to Utah, and then has a big stretch Y underneath it. Awesome. The University of Utah. That's a play BYU. U- Utah's Pac-12 country billboard at Point of the Mountain. It went bonkers on Twitter. Okay, <laughs> like it got so much traction. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's awesome. People loved it. So, yeah, after further review. That is a touchdown to the BYU Athletic Marketing Department. And Utah fans uh, photoshopped it to say, we can't beat Utah. Of course they did, because <laughs> it bothers them. Because it's so good that they felt like they needed to do something. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you- ha- hey, Utah, how about you just not get out of the deal for two years so we can actually play? Can I just throw a flag on Utah? Yes. Oh, and of course, a red card against Utah just because. <laughs> 
<laughs> I it has the, to be that I way. I ate the pie the other day. It was great. Like, Up next, the Cougar Whip Around, plus more of your tweets. Twitter is awesome. This is BYU Sports Nation. Black and white stripes are awesome. BYU Sports Nation is presented in yes, part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is? Cougar Whip Around. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the NFL. Daniel Sorensen looks like he'll start again for the Kansas City Chiefs this Sunday against Carolina as Eric Berry is out. Wanyunga has been contacted by a couple of teams for a tryout when he's healthy. Soccer. BYU held its blue and white scrimmage last night. The white team won one to nothing off the foot of Elena Medeiros. Come and watch the open practice tonight, 7 p.m. Southfield if you're in Provo. Cougars in the PGA. Former Cougar Mike Weird, he's off at the Wyndham Championship today in Greensboro, North Carolina. Swimming and diving. Hayden Palmer, Jake Taylor, and Chad Sorensen swam at the Phillips 66 USA National Championships alongside Olympic medalists like Michael Phelps. Nice. All three swimmers recorded top 50 times in their individual events. Season starts with the annual alumni meet on September 19th. Future guests. How about more Cougar Camp All Access? We're in the middle of football. I love it. Plus, women's soccer coach Jennifer Rockwood. Excited to talk to her about the upcoming season. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to new football director of operations, Zach Nyborg, for taking us inside the lines. Yeah, he's done a great job with uh, Instagram videos and different pictures. And uh, I like the access that's been given in the social media era. Nice nice job. We've great, asked- great steal from uh, Wisconsin. Absolutely. We've asked you to come up with a new Twitter handle or the Twitter handle for Jeff <laughs> Judkins. And uh, thus far, we've, we've gotten some great ones. At Bridger Hill said, Reformed Ute. Of course, he yes, started yes. at Utah. Reformed, at Reformed Ute. Or at Shooter McJudkins. That's a winner to me. <laughs> Shooter McJudkins. I love it. I love it. Hey, thanks to Jeff Judkins, Trent Chamel, and everyone on our crew. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. The show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com and on BYUTV.org slash DVR. For Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to David Neff. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow in Radio Vision at noon Eastern. Shooter McJ! <laughs>